Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy. My name is Kat, and I'm the host. And if you're new and you don't know what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode that comes out every single Wednesday where I answer questions that listeners like you send to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. And like any episode, just because I am a therapist and also because I'm answering questions that you guys send to me. This still does not serve as a substitute or replacement for actual therapy or mental health services. However, it might help get you to a place where you can access those things or um, where you want to actually access those things or might just help you in your own therapeutic process that you have outside of this podcast. Now, today I am recording this on a Tuesday and it is the second day back from a beautiful vacation that I had with my family. We went to the lake where my parents have a lake house and my aunts and my grandma and my uncles and all my siblings and their spouses and their kids came and my boyfriend came and it was so fun, but it definitely went by way too fast. We ate the best food. We played so many games, card games. I am a new fan of this game called Skipbo, S-K-I-P, Skip, B-O. I bought it because I was looking for a pack of Face 10 cards and they were out. So we bought that. And so I'm a huge fan of that. Now, my family likes to play Pass the Trash. That's not my favorite game because I think it gets redundant, but my family loves it. So play that. I got my family to play some Euchre because I love that game. I did two puzzles and uh, yeah, we just had a good time. And so I'm back. And I want to go on vacation like tomorrow again, (laughs) but I can't do that. I'm also in the process of selling my house and then moving. So I'm very excited because my new house is so beautiful. 
my dad and my brother's company, Defada Custom Homes, built it. So if you are in this area, if you're in Nashville, Franklin, Nolansville, um, and you're looking to buy a new custom home, you need to look them up. Or even if you're not, you should follow their Instagram because they post a lot of really beautiful pictures of their houses, the interior and exterior. So it might just help with some, you know, of your own inspo, whether it's like renovations you want to do or design or decor because they stage a lot of their houses too. So if you want to follow that, you can just follow at Defada Custom Homes and Defada is D-E-F-A-T-T-A, just like my name. Uh, I'm just looking at their page now and everything is so freaking beautiful. Anyway, I say all of this just to say my life's been a little bit out of the norm and I'm just kind of like waiting around till I get the, the, I was about to say red light, but I meant green light, the green light to actually move so that I can like settle down. I'm living in this like limbo right now where I'm like at any moment I could be ready to like move and be in a new house, but just like sitting, packing up stuff day by day cleaning over and over again um, because I'm showing my house and I want it to look perfect. So somebody buys it. So if you're looking for a new house, I'm selling mine and it's really cute. Anyway, I think that we need to get to the point of this episode. Let's get back to the question that we are going to talk about today. So if you're new, again, Couch Talks, I answer questions that you guys send in. I try to stick to one question a week and I really like the question I have this week. It's pretty intense. It like broke my heart to read because I know the situation must be so hard. So let's get into the question. Here it is. Hey, Kat, I have a question for you. Maybe it's about boundaries. Maybe not. But I have a very strenuous relationship with my mom. When I was a child, she was verbally and emotionally abusive at best and at times physically abusive. As adults, we get along great for the most part and distance plays a big part in that. I'm 38 and she lives five hours away. She shows love through gifts. She buys things or randomly mails me things like oils I like or candles or dish towels, just whatever. But her favorite game is the guilt trip. When she doesn't get what she wants or doesn't get her way, she plays the poor me, nobody loves me, you don't care enough, you are a terrible daughter card. She came to visit a few months ago, rented an Airbnb because I wouldn't let her bring her four dogs to my house and the Airbnb allowed them. That was our compromise. But she stayed over there the entire time to quilt. She came over to my house twice for dinner and left after an hour because she urgently had to go. When she visits, she commonly comes a day later than promised or leaves a day early and always says it's because she's not feeling well or not getting enough sleep because she's not in her own bed or has a headache, etc. I visited her the past weekend and was there Thursday night, all day Friday, all day Saturday and had informed her ahead of time we'd be leaving Sunday morning. We woke up around 9, got showered and ready for the day, and at 10.15, they were just waking up. So my husband said, let's just go out for breakfast and hit the road. When I went to let her know we would be leaving soon, she literally threw a fit, like a three-year-old, stomped her foot and started crying and said, you always do this. You always wake up and rush off and leave early. You do this every time. I just hugged her and told her I loved her and that we needed to go. I'm able to let this roll off my back and give her time to calm down. But the couch talk question is, do I address this behavior with my mom? She's hypocritical and loves to make me feel guilty. While I can handle it and put distance between us to help make the frequency less often, it's still emotionally challenging to receive this kind of treatment from her on a repetitive basis. Or do I set even firmer boundaries? And what would that even look like? 
please help. Okay, so this is a really hard place to be because we can't force people to change or understand us. And just with this context of your mom's behavior, she seems somewhat erratic and predictable in an unstable way. We can like predict that she's going to be unstable and we can predict that she's most likely not going to be understanding. And from what I'm seeing, your mom lacks emotional regulation and the ability to perspective take and therefore ends up being hurtful due to the unhealthy selfishness that that creates. So I would encourage you to do what you need to do in order to protect your energy and your space. You can talk to her and express yourself, but I'm unsure if that is going to actually be enough for your mom to make such a big shift. Like, I don't know what talking to her and address the behavior, what the goal of that would be. Are you going to address it so then she changes her behavior? Are you going to address it so she's aware of her behavior? Like, what's the goal in addressing the behavior? Is it for you? Is it for her? Do you want to say something just so you know that you've said something? Are you going to say something because you want her to change? That's where I would really like hone in on what that, again, the why behind the what, as I like to say often. Because again, you can talk to her and express yourself, but I'm unsure that's going to be enough for your mom to make a shift in in what would actually make this relationship easier. It sounds like she would really need to go to therapy herself and work on whatever is driving the behavior that she is creating within herself. And it sounds like she's had some struggles her whole entire life from how you said earlier she was abusive to you as a child. Your mom's reactions don't sound to to be rational. And while that, that doesn't mean that it doesn't feel rational to her, they aren't rooted in facts but in feelings and she feels X. So she thinks Y and that thought becomes facts to her. And this is where I would say we can insert internal boundaries. This is where internal boundaries can come into play. We don't need to have an intentional conversation with somebody in our lives. That's not a safe, healthy person to have that with for us to be able to set boundaries. For example, if I try to have a conversation about my feelings and something that someone with something like narcissistic personality disorder did that created hurt for me, that's not going to probably end well. It's probably going to result in gaslighting and then me feeling like I need to apologize for something that I did instead of me getting an apology or creating some way to move forward together. So instead of having that conversation, I might just create space for me to not be in that situation that hurt me again. An internal boundary, that's what an internal boundary would be. Maybe I stop spending one-on-one time with that person, for example, and that might be my internal boundary, and I have to hold myself responsible for that, although we can get help from the people that um, around us that are healthy and that we love and that love us. So here, I would encourage the same kind of thing. This sucks because this is your mom, and there's definitely space for you to want to spend time with her and want to have a healthy relationship, but what we can't do is have a healthy relationship with someone who is uninterested in being healthy and uninterested in being in a healthy relationship. Seems simple. Seems like a simple thing. Oh, duh. But like we try to push these limits all of the time. So if the feelings you're having when your mom just does this kind of stuff outweighs the benefit of spending time with her, then like, yes, set those firm boundaries, set firmer boundaries. But those boundaries may end up being internal, things that you need to know, things that you need, space, time. And maybe you and your husband can talk about this and he can help keep you accountable when you want to engage in magical thinking or thinking that things might be different in quotes this time around. And I'm not saying that you're doing that and you're engaging in magical thinking, but it sounds like you get something out of this relationship with your mom, even if it is like small. And so you want to continue to have time with her. 
but you might need to be more regulatory about the time and what kind of time and how much time. And you might need to leave her house before she wakes up next time. And so you're not even engaging in that interaction. And you might need to say bye the night before when you guys go to bed because you might need to even say something like, we got to hit the road so I can get back for X. Like you can have an excuse. Like I, uh, a lot of times will encourage people when they're having like a phone call that they like don't want to like be on for a long time set a boundary when you get on the call, be like, Hey, I have a, an appointment at three or I'm on my way to the doctor's office. I'm walking in. So then you don't feel the need to sit there and linger. It's the same thing with your mom. You might say, Hey, I have this appointment or I have this meeting at one tomorrow. So I have to hit the road at nine. If I don't see you in the morning, it was good to see you. Like, thanks for having us. I love you. Go to bed. Then you don't have to deal with that. Or it might be like, I'm not going to go on trips to my mom's house because this happens every time so she can come visit me, but I'm not going to continue to visit her. And whatever those internal boundaries are, you can make them. So when you said, what would that even look like? That's what it could look like, but it doesn't have to look like that. I also hope that you are talking about this relationship with either a therapist or even like your husband or close friends, because it sounds like something that can over and over be hard to sit in and even if it is like your normal it's so tough and like this just sounds like hard it sounds like you're the parent here and that's frustrating and painful and there's space for you to feel whatever you need to feel about that so I hope this was helpful and I really appreciate this question because it was personal and I realize, and I really actually want everybody to know this, like I really appreciate when you guys send me questions and I'm getting this feedback that you value what I have to say, even though I don't tell you guys what to say, you still want to hear thoughts. Like that means a lot to me because this is, I mean, the podcast I do for fun, but still like this kind of conversation is my job and it's nice to get some positive reinforcement. So I really do appreciate everybody who reaches out and says that they have gotten something from the podcast or they want me to answer something on the podcast. Just as much as you value my feedback, I value your desire to be curious with me and that. So thank you to everybody. If you want to follow me, you can follow at cat.defada. That's a private account now. So you'll have to request me and then the podcast at Uni Therapy podcast. And I will be back on Monday with a very exciting episode. Guys, I'm so pumped about the interview that I'm doing this week for the podcast next week. I've been wanting this guest for a long time and I thought that they would not do it. And they are willingly having a conversation with me, which makes me feel really good and excited. And so stay tuned for that. I hope you have the week you need to have, the day you need to have, and I will see you on Monday. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.